0: Welcome to the Uncensored Self Podcast, a safe space for all to learn to love themselves, shed their light onto others, and create a life full of never-ending joy. I'm your host, Emily, a certified professional life coach, and I first want to say thank you so much for tuning in today. Just a reminder that, hence the name, the words of this podcast are not edited or cut. We are made to celebrate our divine individuality 100% of the time, and this podcast is no exception. This is Your Life and I'm so excited that you are here with me right now, taking the time to pursue and accelerate your personal self-love journey. Let's get to work. Hey you guys, what is up? I am so thrilled to be talking to you guys right now because it has been a hot minute since I've sat behind the microphone. Last week, I had it was kind of like a pre recorded thing because it was with our very special and lovely guest, Carly Lane. I hope you all learned something from that episode. It was so fun to record and connect with another person in the little self love industry. Um, but before that, so I had recorded that ahead of time. And then the last time I really sat down and recorded, like the night before the episode released, was the week before. So it's really only been two weeks, but still feels like a long time to me. Either the weeks fly or they go by super slow and this was one of those weeks that just it was like kind of in between like it felt so fast but it also felt so long but i nevertheless am super happy and very thrilled and very excited for today's episode we are going to have kind of like a chill laid back episode um just kind of like talking like having like a little girly conversation on like what we do for self care and stuff like that um because next week i am super pumped for next week's episode I have so many blooming ideas that I can't wait to share with you guys and it is going to be basically our two-year mark for the podcast next Monday. Um, It'll be February 13th and the anniversary is on the 14th. I really, really, really want to have something special but I'm like toggling between like a couple things that I want to do to like kind of celebrate the two years. Um, I know last year I put out a guide, The Seven Days to Self-Love, but This year, I don't think I'm going to do that just because um, I just put out a guide for the new year, so I might just like reiterate that the 7 Days of Self-Love is available still and do something else, but episode-wise, I am literally so excited for next week's episode. I should really just focus on this week's because I want you guys to be excited about this week's too, but I am just very enthusiastic because I am just feel like everything that I've learned over the past two years is just going to come together in this one episode next week. And I'm not going to share any more because I'm going to start talking about it and I don't want to start talking about it because I want to talk about this week's, oops, this week's topic. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. So this week's also, before I begin, if you hear loud banging noises, <laughs> screaming, slamming, anything, my upstairs neighbors sound like they're going through it right now. World War Three up there. And it is... Too, like muffled for me to hear what they're saying. So hopefully you guys can hear it. But it also is very loud and loud enough where I can hear like the enunciation of everything. So hopefully you guys can't hear anything. But and I'm really trying not to get distracted. I like delayed putting this episode off for like so long, hoping it would like kind of come down. But now I'm just rambling and the noise is not going away. And I'm gonna have to get to bed at some point. So let's get into this week's episode. So lately I have been very. Um, consistent with my, what I like to call hygiene for my morning and my night times, So like my morning and my evening, like my sleep, my awakening and my sleep, sleepening, sleep hygiene. Um, and I did not coin this phrase. I got it from my naturopath. I always just called them like nightly routines or morning routines or rituals or whatever. But she, when she asked me, like, what I like to do to, like, wind down at the end of the night, she was like, oh, you have really good sleep hygiene. And she told me I should do an episode on it. And I think I mentioned that once before. And I was like, oh, you know what, girl? Like, I am going to do an episode on that because I think we all need a little inspo to revamp our routines every once in a while. But basically, the reason why I got so into this lately was because I am always, like, a ritual routine girl. I thrive off routine. I perform really well if I have a solid routine to fall back on. But I felt that I had outgrown my previous routines and rituals. So I needed a revamp. I needed to sit down and evaluate with myself what was working, what wasn't, what I needed for myself. Um, Basically what my mind and body was telling me I needed in this season of life that I'm in. Because we change seasons all the time, you know. Maybe it's only a week. Maybe it's three weeks. Maybe it's a year. Maybe it's two months, you know. But um, you're allowed to change things and spice things up as, as you go. There's nothing wrong with that. So. I decided in the new year that I was going to have all these new things, not new things, but all these things that I was going to implement and kind of clump together to make my life the easiest um, and my life meaning like the inside chunks of my day. Like if I, I really function well when I stack habits in the morning and the afternoon so that whatever happens during the day, I can go with the flow, you know, be easygoing, but then I know I have a foundation to start off with and I have something to like, Fall back on so that I'm always waking up with a fresh mind and then laying my head on the pillow with a clear head at the end of the day as well. Um, and this act of tapping into or reevaluating these um, my hygiene routines, we'll call them, has really allowed me to tap into the acts of serving part of self love and it made me appreciate just how much consistency goes hand in hand with acts of service because you can do all the things you want to for yourself, but if you're not showing up for yourself consistently, then that act of service isn't something reliable that you can always reach to and gravitate towards. So I like to just think of it as playing house every day. It's like, you know, I am going to talk about this a little bit next week. Oh my gosh, guys, i screaming. <laughs> but I have really been trying this year. My My motto this year is to steward love in my life and it's like you know maybe this life isn't mine maybe and maybe i'm just living this life i was giving this body i was given this soul i was given these abilities but maybe it's destined for something greater than me and i'm just here to steward it well so that when it can be returned when i when when my day has come it can be returned to wherever i came from and I can just at the, be like, okay, this was what I made of it and this is who I am and I'm happy with it. And I, stu- I could say that I stewarded a good life and I stewarded a life full of love. So you might think, okay, well, what, do you mean, what the heck do you mean like stewarding something? Just think of it as playing house, you know? It's like whatever you're like, if you're, if you're playing house, you have like little dolls or if you're playing pretend, it's like whatever the version of you that would be the most like evolved brightest radiant caring kind loving version of yourself she would make all those choice or he you would make all those choice all those choices out of love out of compassion out of respect so it's like what would that person do how would they show up and you could do this very gradually, one at a time. Maybe you only pick one or two things to do every single day, one or two things to do in the morning and at night, whatever fits your comfort level and whatever fits your, I guess, level of expertise. Because we're all beginners and we all start somewhere. It's not a bad thing to only do one thing a week or one thing a day or three things a day or whatever. For me, it was jumping right into a full-blown morning and night routine because I had a lot of habits established already and I just wanted to reevaluate and revamp them. So figure out what works for you and then gather all the things that you want to implement and then you're going to cluster them into little routines. And what I did – am I like jumping from thing to thing? Sometimes I like get too ahead of myself. But basically what I did was I – first I'm going to tell you how I did it and then I'm going to tell you what exactly I do just because I think it's fun to like share ideas. So basically what I did was I took my journal and I just wrote down my ideal morning routine and my ideal night routine. It was on two separate pages, like ideal morning hygiene and ideal sleep hygiene. And I wrote down all the things that um, I wanted to do in the morning, no specific order, just like mind dumped everything. And then all the things I wanted to do at night, no specific, no, 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 no specific order, just mind dumped everything. And then I literally broke it down into a minute by minute routine. and that's not always the most beneficial thing to do because I think sometimes we get too hung up on the routine that we try and like stick to it and like it becomes too rigid and then it fails because we try to fit ourselves within this like border, and then obviously that doesn't always work. But I basically just did that so I knew when I needed to wake up. So I would have like so once I gave everything a time frame, then I edit it all up and I figured out how long that would take if I did everything that I wanted to do. And same for the night routine. And then I figured out, okay, what time do I need to wake up in the morning? And then if I want to get eight hours of sleep, what time do I need to start my nighttime hygiene so that I can do all that and still go to sleep at a time where I can get seven, eight, nine hours or whatever I want of sleep? And then I just stuck to it because I think sometimes we can look at all the things we want to do and the time we have to get up and how long this would take. and what, But it's all really a choice. And it's like, what choice is going to steward the most love? Would the most loving version of myself sacrifice that extra 20 minutes on my phone so I could go to bed and not get distracted and do my, my nighttime hygiene? Yes. Would the most compassionate version and the most respectful version of myself get up early in the morning so I have time to not feel rushed, to pour into my own cup before I start my busy day? Yes, she would. And it was all just like a conscious act of like, this is what needs to happen and I'm going to do it out of an act of service and an act of respect for myself and the life that I'm trying to steward. Because that is the easiest way to look at it without thinking like, oh, this is a chore. Oh, this is I, I, This is a waste, whatever. Um, and it was just the most positive way I could look at all these things as a way that was going to better me in a way that meant something meaningful and not in a way that felt forced. Um, I just had a thought and now it ran away from me, so I don't remember what I was gonna say it'll come back to me. I hope this always happens. Okay, so now what I want to talk about is things that I do and how they have helped me because I do believe that I have good habits and I do believe that um, they are good habits that can be modified for beginners or, mod- or modified for people more advanced than me. Um, yeah, I'm just going to run through my little routine and talk through how I learned about it why I do it, and what it means to me and what it does. So let's start at night because I want to go from darkness to light. I just feel like that's more happy. So before I go to bed, whatever the weight of the world came on over me today. Oh, wait, this is what I'm going to say. Before I do all that, these hygiene routines have helped me tremendously. I really only started it once I got back to school because I felt like I could start fresh, a new routine. So this is like honestly almost like... It's only week three, but I feel like a changed person because of how much this has done for me, like emotionally and mentally. And I'm just so thankful that I finally like got myself to wake up and be like, okay, we're stewarding a good life in 2023 because, ooh, hiccups, excuse me, because, you know, I could have always made loving choices, but if it wasn't consistent, it wasn't really stewarding. And that was just something that was on my heart. I keep saying steward. I hope you guys are not like, what the heck? But yeah, I just realized I wasn't maybe making loving choices all of the time. So now I'm starting and ending every day with loving choices for myself. And after the week I've had, I can confidently say without these routines, I would be a mess. No. I I kind of was a mess this week. I would have been a disaster. It was just like everything was going crazy. Like Monday at clinical, like one of my patients was in a lot of pain, rightfully so, but they're like kind of yelling, not at me, but I was just getting overwhelmed because I was doing a scale with my instructor and I was like getting flustered. So I went out of the room and I started crying. And then Tuesday um, I had an exam, did not really go too swell. I failed it by two points and yeah, I'll say that on the podcast because it's okay, guys. You know, whatever profession you're going into, just think, has anyone in that field, like every single person, no one has failed an exam before? That is not true. That is a false, big fat lie. So yeah, if you failed an exam too, just, you know, don't feel so alone. And then, so that was Tuesday. So I cried Tuesday. And then Wednesday, I went to clinical and my patient ended up needing a rapid response team called on them and it was traumatizing i almost went into a panic attack and i do not really have like crippling anxiety but i literally was like what is going on with my body like i can't control it i was like i said to my classmate i was like i need to get out of this room asap before i pass out and hit the floor so i also cried then because emotionally like that was a lot for me so i just kept thinking like oh my god my patient like what are they going through guys healthcare is like no joke kudos to everyone in it and kudos to everyone who does everything else because i also could not do that either um and then thursday i cried just because um i was overwhelmed with school and then friday i also cried because i was overwhelmed with school It was just like everything that was happening was just like piling 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 but i was confused why i was feeling so many emotions because i was starting and ending my day well so i'm not saying that this is going to solve all your problems but i'm going to say it will make it easier <laughs> Just speaking of the week that I had. Okay, after that tangent, now we're going to talk about what I do, how it helps me, what, why I do it, and all of the above. Okay, nighttime. So, I'm a nighttime shower girly. I always have been, always will be. I was a morning shower at one point when I was going to the gym in the morning, but I have found that showering at night works best for me because I like to be- get in bed with a clean body so I can feel like I have clean sheets. Okay, moving on. Skincare. I really brought intentionality back to my skincare because I feel like it was just something that I was doing just because I thought that I had to. But then I realized, like, not everyone takes the time and I always didn't take the time. So I might as well make this like a loving aspect of my life, like doing it from a place of love. Like the most loving version of myself would take care of my skin because I deserve to feel like I'm taking care of every part of my body, not just the parts that need care. Ie showering because it's not acceptable to be in public smelly. <laughs> so, what that looked like for me was sometimes if I need to like really if that is like the only time I've had all day to just like chill by myself like I will tell Gunner like hey I can't call you until after I do my skincare. So I take that extra six seven minutes to myself, even if it's late and I need to get on the phone because I or not need to if I want to get on the phone whatever I say I take priority. I'm doing my skincare now. So I do my skincare. I have built a really good kind of regimen that works well for me and it has, it's taken me like kind of a while to establish that, but I am really confident in the products that I use now and I'm really happy that I have found ones that are not super like, that are pretty low tox or whatever, um, as we talked about last week. And then I do my little gua sha routine because I, no matter what anyone says all these things maybe it doesn't do anything but even if it's placebo i enjoy doing it so i'm going to keep doing it and i really do think that the gua sha helps me and i love feeling like the like my i don't know i love feeling like the my lymph nodes are being drained and i love feeling the fluid move in my skin and i love feeling like it's helping my water retention um and i just i know that it's going to feel good and that is why i keep going back to it and it's gentle and it's kind I don't know how to explain it I just try to attach emotions to all the things that I'm doing so it never becomes like a mundane task that I feel like I should do if that makes sense and then after I do that like I put a little like um castor oil on my eyelashes and I really think it's helping to grow them and I love it I put some oil in my hair to keep the the frizz down and then I wear a little like silk bonnet um and that has really helped with my frizz and I just feel like it's just like an extra layer of like glam going to bed. It's like something that I'm doing like for myself. Like I'm taking the time to really prepare myself to get a good night's sleep, you know? And then I set up my stuff for the next day. I write my little to-do list. I write down the homework assignments I have to get done. I check places I need to be or classes I signed up for. And then I set my stuff up for the day. I set up my workout outfit or my, um, my clothes that I'm going to wear, whatever I feel like I need to set up before I go to bed to make myself have an easier time in the morning, Um, filling up my water bottle, packing my backpack, whatever it is, making breakfast ahead of time. And then I go back to my to-do list, make sure everything's finalized, and I put some stickers on it because that is just one way to add joy into my day if I didn't feel I got enough joy. It's like if I didn't get enough joy in the day, at least I can come back and I can add my stickers to my... To my agenda it's just something cute and wholesome about and childlike about implementing little crafty creative happy silly stupid almost things back into your routine of everyday life um and then once I'm done with that I take my diffuser I pick out a very relaxing and calming and grounding scent for the night um I put that in there whatever I'm feeling it makes me like you know it allows me to use all my senses, bring me back to reality a little bit. And I turn it on and then I turn on my little fun night lights. My I, tr- I call it my fishbowl because I have this like dream light that's like purple and blue and like waves move on my ceiling. So I call it like my fishbowl. <laughs> um, I turn on my twinkle lights and that's it. And I get prepared for bed. So once the lights are on, I go make either a tea or my magnesium juice, the magnesium really helps put me in a slumber it's like my type of melatonin i don't i've never taken melatonin i think i'm scared that like i would sleep through my alarms if i took melatonin but this magnesium juice i have oh my goodness guys it knocks me out it's like within 20 minutes without fail i am dozing off and i am ready for bed um tastes really good and i don't wake up feeling like still asleep you know or if i have tea i've been really into tea lately um that is something I'm really into also. I really noticed that tea, like loose leaf tea makes such a big difference in like the potency and the taste and the quality of the tea as opposed to like pre-made tea bags. Um, So that is something that I use that more so at home. Here at school, I still have like some leftover tea bags. So I'm going to like switch over when I run out. But I just think there's something also so unique about caring about hydrating your body in ways other than just water and I'll get into that in the morning routine also. Um but yeah, it's just another way to like establish rehydration within my system while doing it in a way that is more fun and exciting. I don't know. Um so yeah, so I get my tea, I come in my room with my lights, I turn all my lights on whatever, I set it aside on my nightstand and then I send my goodnight texts, I say my farewells, I close my phone for the night and I put my phone, get this on the other side of the room, face down with the sleep like setting on my phone. So I don't get any like buzzes or notifications or whatever. And that I – the last time I did that I think was in high school when I was in ninth grade and all of us kids would like put our phone on like – we called it like the central docking station. Like we called – we were like kind of making fun of it, me and my siblings. But we would plug our phones in downstairs before we went to bed at night. And I don't know – I – not that I'm mad at myself because the most loving version of myself would not be mad at myself. But I'm like, I kind of kick myself. Like, why didn't I ever listen to like the internet when it tells me to like do this earlier? Like, oh, put your phone on the other side of the room. Like you can live without your phone at your bedside. Like I promise you like the world is not going to end. Like anyone that's trying to reach you, like there's other ways to reach you if they really need to reach you. Like it's it's not that big of a deal. And. In all reality, like I can stay on my bed and still reach my phone on the other side of the room or like where my phone is. Like it's plugged in next to my bed, so like I can still use it on my bed, but then it's just like literally on my vanity, which is like in the corner of my bedroom. Um and it has been life-changing because I don't touch it. I'm not tempted to touch it then. So like when I actually get in bed under the covers, because I save under the cover time for like when I'm actually going to bed to like signal my body, like, okay, we're winding down now. When I actually get under the covers, I there's no phone to go on because I can't because it's on the other side of the room. So I'm not like staying up in bed. You know what I mean? And I would so much rather make that conscious decision to not be on my phone even when I want to be scrolling because I know that I'm going to get a good night's sleep and I'm going to wake up feeling like in a better headspace. And I'm not going to – I'm I'm going to get into this, but I'm not going to grab it like first thing in the morning either because it's not next to me. Um so I just think that that is such a game changer and I recommend it to anyone struggling with screen time or just struggling to get a good night's sleep or whatever it may be. I just think that it is such a good first habit to make, honestly. It is it is hard at first, but like once you just like, you know, turn the screen time setting off or turn the sleep time setting off and then put it to the side, like you're really not going to even think about it. Because also then when you get in bed in those minutes where you're trying to wind down, um, there's other things to do. And I'm going to tell you what I do, but then it's not like you're still stimulating your brain with that blue light, like trying to wind down. You're not actually, cause like you're on your phone with the blue light. Um, and you're like doing something else. So then, okay. I put my phone away. I put it on the other side of the room. I come over and I got, okay. I got the hatch alarm clock for Christmas. One of my Christmas presents. That has also changed my life, but and I'm going to talk about it a little bit. I know we talked about it. If you listen to the episode with, Um, Chloe Turcha, because she has one and she was talking about how much she loves it. Um, but before I say like anything about the hatch, just if you get any alarm clock and use that as your alarm clock with and not your phone, that is also going to set you up for success because then you're not reaching for your phone first thing in the morning because it is so easy to reach your phone, snooze it, snooze it again, snooze it a third time, and then oh, okay, I guess I have to get up now. Let me wake up with TikTok or like, you know what I mean? Um, and having an alarm clock that is not my phone has really forced me to have that routine of just turning the alarm clock off and getting out of bed and I'll talk about it more when I talk about my morning but um yeah that is like a game changer also before I talk about the hatch there are other options if you don't want to like spend or you don't have the ability to spend that much money on it um there's an Amazon version one which I don't have but I believe it probably does the same thing it wakes you up with the sunlight I think and also on TikTok recently i saw they have like alarm sunrise light bulbs. so like you could screw it into your lamp set it to awaken at a certain time i don't know if that one makes noise um so we probably have to set a, another alarm with it but i really like it but one of the reasons i like the hatch for sleep is because there's a setting where you can get like a subscription and it's like sixty dollars for the year I use it every single night. I think it's totally worth it. You don't have to do this. Um, you can also, like, do, like, what I'm about to say, like, from the app. So, like, you could you can click on it. You can click on the setting from your phone and then, like, turn it off and then just, like, turn the alarm on when you're ready for bed. But then you, like, still have to be on your phone. I like this because I can turn it on and off just from the alarm clock itself. So, like, this is what I'm talking about. The subscription is you get these Unwind times, and you can pick like a story or a sleep setting or like a, a noise. Like I have like rainforest sounds for this unwind time, and it's a fifteen minute period of the light dimming. So it starts really bright, and it then it slowly gets softer. And then at the end of the fifteen minutes, my rainforest sounds or my unwind sound, and the light is gone, and it goes directly into my sleep sound, which is like white noise, and my setting for that is ocean waves and there's like a ton of things you can pick from there's meditations and stories like people speaking to you i just like the sounds because i think that really cultivates the most zenful environment for me um but there is so much you can choose from so many light options so many sunset options whatever um so yeah so i turn on my alarm i pick up my bible i read my bible and then when that 15 minutes is over then I hear the white the white noise, the ocean sounds come on, and I'm like, "All right, time for bed." Close my Bible, put it down, close my eyes, and I go to sleep. And it is like clockwork now. Like I don't even like because my phone is across the room. It doesn't matter what time I start the unwind time. It's like within 15 minutes, I'm tired and I fall asleep. And that is just something that I appreciate because it is so reliable. Because even if there's like an hour window of like what time I actually fall asleep that night. I know that like I can get myself into the headspace and just be able to fall asleep right away. Um, so I really appreciate that. Another thing that I've been implementing before, just to go back a little bit before I turn on my hatch alarm, um, is like drawing journaling, which is like, I don't know how to explain it, but like I've been really into like doodling lately and I have a Redbubble page and I kind of wanted to like make more, make more stickers again or whatever. But I wanted to like draw them because I have my iPad. This makes you sound like such an iPad kid and it kind of like makes me laugh. But I have like the Procreate app. I like to handwrite things. I like to do like little calligraphy. I like to make cards, whatever. I'm a very, I think I'm an artistic person. I'm not necessarily an artist, but I love to be creative and expressive through art, (laughs) whatever. So I have these little stickers and like, I'll like doodle like a sticker or like a, I'll do like a quote or a verse or whatever. And that will be like an expressive way to journal my feelings through art before I do like my unwind stuff. And that's just like another thing that I like do sometimes. So like if I need an extra boost of like, you know, get this off my chest, like get this off my chest before I like lay my head on my pillow, that is also something I do. But yeah, that is pretty much my sleep hygiene and it works so well for me. Um, And every day is different. You know, I like to throw in surprises. Sometimes I'll do lotion on my feet and give myself a little massage. Sometimes I will turn on TV and watch an episode of a show or sometimes I will read my actual book or sometimes I will make myself a little like fun dessert like every day is different and it's like it's like spicing up a routine with like an old married couple it's like I'm always adding like another element of something exciting and new so that I keep myself on my toes and I want to keep coming back for more it sounds silly but it really works so alrighty let's get into my morning hygiene So, lately, this is going to sound so weird. Lately, I, well, it's not going to sound weird, but I have been waking up between 5.30 and 6.30 every single day, like, of the week, and on Sundays, I've even been getting up at, like, 7, which is so weird to me because at one point, I was waking up at 6-ish, 6.15 maybe, and getting to the gym by 6.30, so starting my morning early but not really starting my morning like fully with myself like fully waking up i was just getting up going straight to the gym and that was all well and good but i kind of swore i would never go back there because i found out that the gym in the morning wasn't best for me because um it kind of like rushed me into starting my day and i also just found out that i i learned about myself that i function in my workouts best when i have some fuel in me like some food and at that point in my life when i was doing that i was going on an empty stomach because I was literally waking up and going straight to the gym, um, and to each their own, of course. But when I decided like I need to make this change and I need to get up earlier for myself, I was like, "There's no other way around it in doing all the things that I want to do other than waking up at 5:30 in the morning, especially on the days where I'm going to school because I have to be in I have to be in at 8:30 and I have to leave my house at 7:30. So like if I want to have a full two hours to like start my day and like ground myself before the chaos begins, then I'm going to need to do that by waking up earlier. And it was just like, I don't, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Like, I can't be that person. I was like barely waking up in enough time to even get to class on time, like last semester. And even over the summer, I think just because also I kind of rushed here because I had like just finished undergrad and like moved here right away. Um, but I'm like, you know what? Like this isn't going away. This is my lifestyle right now. I'm only halfway through, I still haven't, I'm like, might as well make this a pleasant experience for myself and nurture myself in the way that I need to be nurtured. And who knows, maybe this 5.30 thing isn't forever, but also maybe it will be because if I'm going to be a nurse and work shifts, this is how I'm going to have to get up. Like I already go to, like, when I go to the clinical, when I, not clinical, when I have clinical and I have 12 hour shifts, like I have to wake up early and this is a lifestyle that I'm choosing. Like, I did not have to do this. If this was something I really didn't think I could handle, I didn't have to go into nursing. I don't have to wake up early. It's all just a choice, right? Loving choices on how I can best steward my life. And this made the most sense to me. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get up at 530. And it sounds really crazy until you start doing it because who wakes up at 530 in the morning? Who does all these things? prepare themselves for the day who like no one does these things except to me it's so normal and i'm sure that if you're here and listening like we all are like-minded people i'm sure that you guys can kind of agree with where i'm coming from but it's you can also agree that it's not the norm for people to wake up and feel ready to go and pump to start their day at 5 30 like every day of the week um but it has been so like so stilling to my spirit that i choose to wake up early even on days where I quote-unquote don't need to be up early you know what I'm saying even like on the weekends like 7 a.m on a Saturday or I'm kidding Saturday is my day of rest but like 7 a.m on a Sunday like why do I have to be up at 7 a.m on a Sunday you know what I mean um that is another thing I do I make I like have my own little like downtime from like sundown on Friday to like sundown on Saturday I try my best to like really turn inwards like that is like my one weekend day that I completely block off for I'm like yes if I have to do schoolwork I have to do schoolwork that is like the one weekend day like Friday night to Saturday night like those are the like that's the time where I really just focus on like me like extra journaling extra like self-care extra time to go hang out with friends like whatever like I really don't sell myself short like in that time it's like okay uh, this is this is like the perfect time of the week to like put everything else on hold and work my school work around my life work so I've really been appreciating that um and now like sometimes I think then I like it's hard now I'm going on a ramble But like it's hard not to like beat myself up then like oh like I failed my nursing exam like whatever But I know that it's not gonna stay like that So that is why I keep choosing myself and this is like the other thing it's really hard to give yourself all this time like How do you go from like giving yourself no time to giving yourself all the time in the world? Like every single morning and every single night and starting those routines and building those habits and Keeping that hygiene up like how do you allow yourself to just freely give yourself all this time? and it's because I think i can do it because i do it like i think it's because i'm giving myself all this time like my time in between that is so much more intentional that it makes it all kind of balance out even though i failed my exam you know like bad stuff is still gonna happen but like we talked about a couple episodes ago good things can still come from come from it so i am still gonna pass my class guys like no worries okay <laughs> we're gonna do it into my personal life whatever um but now I lost what I was gonna say. But uh, oh, waking up early. But yeah, it's like, how do you choose those things? How do you do it? How do you break the norm? And it's just embracing the things that make you uniquely you and what work for you. It's like, why would you want to change something that is working well for you? If you know that you're a morning person, then get your booty up in the morning. Like, don't sleep in just because everyone, like just because it's easy. Don't take the easy way out. You know what I mean? Like embrace the things that make you unique that may not be favorable to other people. I was talking with my friend about this in a different light a couple of weeks ago. And she was like, we're very similar, like whatever. And she was saying like, like how she gets like so frustrated with herself. Like, oh, why am I like this? Why do I make a million lists? Why do I have to be so precise with things? And I'm like, no, like that's a gift. That was something that you were given. That is something that is unique about you that works well for you. It's like, don't ignore that, tap into it. So like for when it came to me and like figuring out my morning routines, it's like, oh, well, I can't do this. Why do I have to be like this? Why do I have to get up at 5.30? Like, no, like that is a gift. Like that is something that is unique about me that works well for my life so that I can show up best for myself and show up for better but, and show up better for others and better for my and community and the people that I'm surrounded by essentially. So yeah, I've been waking up early. Hatch alarm has really been helping because it wakes me up to the sunlight. Um, And like I said, there's other options. There's the light bulb and the Amazon version one. Um, But if you can splurge a little bit, if you have some holiday money, whatever, I would certainly 100 times over recommend getting a hatch alarm just because I think it is so phenomenal and it has changed the way I wake up. So like if my alarm is set for 530, the sunrise starts happening a half an hour before that. So sometimes I naturally wake up before my alarm even goes off. And since my phone is not next to me, I'm like, all right, might as well get up now. I'm awake. You know what I mean? Or I'll naturally fall back asleep if I'm tired. You see what I'm saying? So yeah, that has been super awesome because my alarm goes off I or it, the, sunlight, the sunrise starts. I wake up um, and I say, okay, time to start my day. And I say, thank you for another day. Thank you for letting me live and I get my two feet out of bed. I turn my alarm off and this is where it gets fun. This is really like the fun part of my morning my morning hygiene. Um, I get out of bed. I walk right past my phone. I do not even touch it. I don't look at the time. I don't look at my text messages. Nothing. Remember, we have that sleep setting still on. So like my screen is like black. Like it doesn't even show. Like if I were to tap on my screen, like it just shows like maybe my reminders and the time and like that's it. I walk right past my phone, I go into the bathroom and I turn on the shower and I take a cold shower. And this, I've been doing this for like just since I've been at school. So like the past three weeks. Garner got me hooked on it um because he started doing it and then he listened to an Andrew Huberman podcast on it he's like a neuroscientist. It's Huberman Lab. If you guys are familiar, you've probably heard of it before. It's a lot of like science heavy, like information research-based podcasts. I'm a nerd kind of in that regard. So I appreciate those things, but they're like lengthy, heavy science based podcasts. Um, But I'm going to took down a bunch of notes on this Huberman Lab podcast on um, deliberate cold exposure and I applied them and I could share with you more. Maybe I'll make like an Instagram post or something about it, Um, like talking about my cold shower experience or something like that. Um, And I'll share like the fun facts about the Huberman Lab podcast. Um, But it has been really life changing because it is proven to me. It's like my new version of like making your bed. Like I've been making my bed for so long now. I was not always a bed maker, but then I switched into the mindset of like, okay, you make your bed. It's like the first thing you can like attack. I mean, it's the first thing you accomplish in the day. Like cold shower is my new bed making. I still make my bed. I make my bed like basically while I'm still in it so that when I get out, all I have to do is like tuck the sheets in a little and like put the pillows on, um, which is super crucial to the morning routine. I totally – I'm not ignoring that. I'm not like downplaying making the bed. That is like a really big deal to be able to get out of bed and make it. Like (laughs) trust me, I understand. But taking this cold shower every day, it's like proven to me that I – Can do this hard first thing and like jump right into my day then. And one of the ways that you can take these cold showers um, is by counting walls. And Gunnar's better at this than I am. Um, But basically, it's like you want to get to, and the Huberman Lab also explains this you want to get to a certain amount of walls, the same amount of walls that you did the day before, or one more. And the walls don't have to be the same thing. They're basically like hurdles that you jump over. So the walls don't have to be the same thing every day. They don't have to, you know, be the same steps, but it's just like, if you made it to three walls, then that's awesome. Then the next day get to three and maybe get to four. And it's like, okay, like you're in the cold shower, like maybe one wall is like putting your first foot in and the second wall is like getting your whole body in. And then you know what I'm saying? And I think you can apply this wall technique to anything challenging, even if it's just like getting in your car and driving somewhere that's scary or taking an exam or having a hard conversation with someone that you care about. I don't know. You could literally apply it to anything. Um, but yeah, cold showers have definitely been so restorative to me because it's like a time with just me and my thoughts. Like I can't have my phone in there. I have to just think through the process of getting myself into and through and out of the shower and just giving all that, all that focus and attention to just getting through a hurdle. And by, able to, by being able to get through that first hurdle, then I'm like, all right, what's next? Like I can take it on. And it's not long, probably like two or three minutes or whatever. And then I get out, I put on my little robe to feel luxurious and glamorous. I put on my slippers and I throw in my noise-canceling headphones and the world is silent and it's peaceful and no one's really awake and it feels really still and it feels really like isolating, but in a really good way, and I turn on a meditation. And the meditation that I use is on this app called Abide. Um, They're more like um, faith-based meditations, but I really like them. Or you can get meditations, there's probably other apps that people really like or whatever. I think it's a very common practice and something that is very easily accessible. And the meditations that I do are 15 minutes, it's like a set time or whatever. I choose a different one every day. Whichever one speaks to me, I just tap on it and I turn it on. And then that is my time to do my morning skincare. So like brushing my teeth, doing, washing my face, putting my contacts in, doing my like actual skincare. And then that is like 15 minutes just dedicated to taking care of myself and loving my skin in a way that isn't a necessity, but in a way that makes me feel good, just like my night routine. And by using... The meditation with my skincare it has really helped me because it brings back the focus of the skincare to what I want the focus of the skincare to be to be a loving choice. That was like a lot of words and not really a sentence that made sense. Oh my gosh, um, <laughs> but yeah, because sometimes I feel like when I would do my morning skincare, like rushed in the morning, it was like I was just doing it just to get it done. But now it is like literally a mini spa in the morning because I take my cold shower, I put on my robe, I do my skincare with my meditation and it is just so peaceful. Like I can't even explain the stillness that it brings. It is like magical. And after I do that, I keep my headphones in because I like the noise canceling because it's the morning. And then I go over to my journal and I've been prayer journaling. I really like it. Basically just like writing out a prayer that I have for the day or my life or whatever, Um, I have this list of 300 things I want to happen in my life this year. So basically each day, since it's like 300 days, it's like basically one a day minus two months, I've been picking one each day to write a prayer about that. And that has been really life-changing for me. And I already see prayers being answered and things working for good in my life. And it's just really like magical and joyful to just be reminded of how much love I'm surrounded by um just in the world in general and like things like in believing in this re-establishing the belief that there is something bigger than me out there um so you can do any type of journaling whatever you want but i really like prayer journaling because it's like a mindless whatever is on my heart i just dump it there nothing has to happen in the day for me to pray it's just it's something i can just lean on and fall back on every single day no matter what like you know what i mean it's like it doesn't require any effort or thought or it just it's just whatever is on my heart, I can put it on paper. I like journal prompts, but sometimes I feel like I would get too hung up on them or I would feel like I don't have enough time or whatever, but prayer journaling just really works for me because it's just a quick thing that I can just get out. its It comes naturally to me, whatever. Find what works for you. So I do that little prayer journal and then I go over to my clothes that I already set out from the night before. I put it on. I do my hair, my makeup, and I've been following the two thirds rule, which sounds silly to like give this like rule, quote unquote, a name, but it is like to have um two out of three things done each day. so like outfit and jewelry, makeup, and hair. and if you pick two categories and like you're bound to like feel like more confident or whatever, which I wouldn't say that like that has to be true, but it has helped me to feel more put together in the sense that like, I am showing up for myself in that way and I'm taking care of myself in that way because it is something that is important to me to like I truly believe in look good, feel good. That is why I have all my feel good fits. Like I just it's also I think outfits and makeup and hair are just in another extension of creative expression. And you guys all know I love being a creative gal. So that works for me. And I love following the two thirds rule because it just feels like I am focusing on that without going like overboard every single day and feeling like I'm trying too hard. I don't know. Whatever. Um, so yeah, really been liking the two-thirds rule. I already have my stuff laid out from the night before. So that is super helpful. It doesn't even give me a second to like think, do I even like this on me? It's just like, nope. This is what we're wearing. This is what we decided on. We put it on and we're good to go. And then with my music and my happy um, noise-canceling headphones still on, I'll go back to my vanity. I'll do my makeup. I'll do my hair. And then I'll go into the kitchen. This is about like an hour after I wake up then and it is perfect time. My stomach is starting to growl. My body is starting to ask me for food and I have plenty of time to make myself a nourishing breakfast before I start my day or drive to school or whatever it may be. And – I usually, I have a couple meals that I like to fall back on, but I'll give myself that time. I'll give myself a full 20 minutes to make breakfast. Like, I think this is something that gets so neglected because like making breakfast does take time, but making and eating breakfast just provides so much stability for the rest of the day because that is the first meal you are breaking your fast your body needs nutrients it can't run on empty it can't run on just coffee like you need food to fuel it if you're going to skip any meal i don't advise i don't advise this at all but if you're going to skip one meal don't let it be breakfast <laughs> please 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 eat ample amounts of food and sufficient amounts of food and eating food is great for your body and i really encourage everyone to eat the amount of food that they need but if you are going to pick any meal to not prioritize, do not let it be breakfast. You need a good breakfast. You need a good everything, but let yourself, give yourself a good, strong, nutritious breakfast that is going to fill you up and f- make you feel satisfied before you start the day. So you don't look for, you know, other satisfying, other, other factors that aren't really going to satisfy you. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Maybe not. I don't even know what I'm saying sometimes, but yeah, breakfast is great. And then while I'm eating breakfast – at this point, I usually do go on my phone because, you know, I'm turning my music on. I'm like saying good morning to people. I might be updating you guys or like checking out my podcast posted or whatever it may be. Maybe I'm posting like a silly little holiday on my Instagram. But most of the time during breakfast, I am reading my book because I love to read my book, but I always feel like I don't have enough time to do it. And at night, I really like reading my Bible. So like where I would would read at night, I like to read my Bible. And I like, really get focused on the books and i think at night i'm too sleepy for the books because sometimes the books can be like more complicated and and like need and like demand like more thought of me which seems silly you're probably like emily the bible's like so complicated but it's like really not i think it's just like a place of peace whatever i digress so during breakfast i've been reading my book and it's like oh my gosh like i take 15 minutes to eat my breakfast and I already read ten pages. It's like that feels so damn good to like have my book like being read because I have so many books that I want to read and I want to read all the books in the world and I, I want to do it. So I, I am a girl of ideas. I love having ideas. I love doing things, but I always just feel like I don't have the time to do them. So eating breakfast while I read not only takes my attention away from my phone, which is good first thing in the morning because then I'm not like going that to, like, my first source of dopamine um, for the day. But it also, like, allows me to be, like, I just did two good things for myself at once. Like, I read my book and I ate a healthy breakfast, nutritious breakfast, something that made me happy. You know what I mean? So that is pretty much my morning. Um, and then once I'm done with that, I start my day as slowly and peacefully as I want to. You know, if I do need an extra five minutes on my phone or if I Want to go on a walk, or if I want to redo my to do list a little, or if I want to put something on the calendar, or if a friend texts me and says, Hey, you want to do this later? I readjust my routine. Just anything, kind of like the same thing as um, nighttime. Like, you know, got to spice it up every now and again to keep yourself on your toes. Not No two days is going to be the same. And it shouldn't be because then when you fall into those patterns of like everything is the same every day, then there's less excitement. And then that is what makes time feel like it goes by so much faster because every day is the same. It's very, you expect it. You know what I mean? So this was a pretty long episode, guys. I don't understand. Sometimes I feel like when I just talk and talk and talk and talk and talk, then I can just keep talking (laughs) because I'm a talker. But yeah, I love this episode. I love my little night and morning hygiene. It is the best thing I'm doing for myself this year because it really allows me to immerse myself in the things that make me me. Um, before I talk to anyone else and after I talk to anyone else, it's like really just going back to that grounding foundation and establishment that I have and the commitment that I have to myself to pursue and steward a life of love and purpose and meaning. So, yeah, that is the episode. <laughs> I hope you learned something. I hope you gained something. I hope that you are encouraged to get your own little sleep and morning hygiene in check. Um, let that be meaningful. Oh, also guys, I forgot to say, sometimes at night I've been burning incense. It is so cool. I got it from I got I got mine from this website called Heavenly Oils. Um and I think they smell so amazing. Um, but yeah, I've been doing that too at night sometimes. That was like sometimes like my little like spicy, like to spice it up. Um now I'm just rambling. But yeah, I hope you really enjoyed this episode. Um This is just like my own little sanctuary, and I just kind of brought you into it of what it looks like for me on a daily basis. And I am excited for you to have your own little sanctuary to give you, to provide you with a place of stability and stillness and peace and nurturing thoughts, nurturing things. I don't know, whatever. It's getting past my bedtime. This always happens. I get like loopy, giggly, whatever. But. If you enjoy this episode, I would so appreciate it if you pass it along to someone you think could benefit from hearing it. And um, if you'd like to take the time to rate and review this podcast, as well as follow or subscribe, depending on what platform you're listening on, I would always so, so appreciate it. You guys truly mean the world for me. And I can't believe next week is going to be two years. That is mind-boggling. And I'm going to drum up something that I want to do for you guys because... I just really want to show my appreciation because I love talking to you. Like I'm literally smiling ear to ear right now just talking about it. Um and I feel like you can hear it in my voice. So yeah, until next time, I wish you all the joy in the world. XOXO. With the biggest virtual hug in the world, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to my podcast today. If anything resonated with you, please don't hesitate to share this podcast with anyone else who you feel needs to hear it. You can find me on Instagram at The Uncensored Self and on TikTok at Emily Ziz for more self-love inspired content and updates about the show. I love the encouraging community we have on social media, and I especially love chatting with my listeners, so please feel welcome to contact me at any point in time. If you have questions, suggestions, testimonials you wish to share, or just want to chat, DM me or send me an email at theuncensoredself at gmail.com. Human connection is one of the things I value most, so I can't wait to get to know you. I also have a text messaging service where you can sign up for weekly motivational messages free of charge. All you have to do to join is text the number 81010 with the message at TUS pod. Your listenership means everything to me. Can't wait to chat again next. And until then, I wish you all the joy in the world. XOXO, Emily.